Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Welcome to the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute. Before we get into today's exciting program, please go to worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net and register for our upcoming Speak Easy Summit. Here, you will have an amazing two half days of workshop interactive programming that will help you If you are a public speaker or someone who's even in sales or leadership and needs to hone your public speaking skills to get everything you need to develop a framework to build a story that engages yet moves the dial forward in your communication, it helps you to strengthen your speaker posture and movement, and it helps you to build the confidence that you need when you step in front of your next audience. So go today to worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to register for the Speak Easy Summit. Get ready to unlock your voice, find your confidence, and speak easy. Now, here's today's show. Y'all, lean in, lean in, lean in. Welcome to the Leaders Lounge. I am, of course, Dawn Morris, and we have got some hot topics today. The first one, I do want to make a, uh, an amazing announcement um, for those people who are registering for the Speak Easy Summit. Registration in September the 4th. That's September the 4th for the live class, which is going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, at Collective 615 from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock p.m. each day. Register at worldclasstraining.net. Worldclasstraining.net. You do not want to miss the live, but if you have to miss the live, guess what just dropped? We decided to do Speak Easy, the cyber version for anyone who cannot make the live. So that's already out. Y'all are getting a sneak peek of it because we haven't made the official announcements yet, but it is available and up on the site. It not only um, allows you the flexibility to attend uh, the um, from the comfort of your home, but it, it will save you some money because we're doing two 90-minute days and it's going to be $289 for the virtual session. So it saves you about half off of the, a little more than half off of the in-person version and you still are going to get some great content related to speaking. It is from 6.30 to 8 o'clock 
each day from uh, the 27th and 28th. So it'll be the following week of the live session. I will post this at the end of this, but one or the other you need to make. I know some people said they were going to be out of town the 19th and 20th, so you should be back in town the 27th and 28th. Come on by and join the online version of the Speak Easy Summit. Um, it's just, again, 289, two 90-minute sessions to strengthen you, and you do it from the comfort of your home via Zoom. And the Zoom link uh, generates as soon as you register. So two great opportunities to build your confidence and unlock your voice as you speak easy. Fantastic opportunities. Now, y'all, I'm a runner. I am a runner. My daddy used to take us to, I'm from Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, a suburb called Warrensville Heights is where I was born and raised. And my father used to take my brother and me to Columbus for their state runs regularly in the summertime. He, my mom would pack up the chicken and Tahiti treat is what we used to drink or some kind of fruit punch. And we would go down to uh, Columbus and watch the track meets. He had us in junior Olympics every, um, almost every summer. I ran, I've been running track since I was a young person in junior Olympics and then through high school, most of high school as well. Um, so, and I ran as an adult. So I'm saying all that to say what I'm watching, what I have been watching with uh, Shikari Richardson and the women this uh, in this championship, I think they're in Budapest, has just been amazing to me. And particularly what I'm going to focus on today is leading from the ninth lane. When we watched, for those of us who did, Shikari run the hundred and win in the ninth lane, those of us who ran track were not only inspired by the fact that she won, those of us who are rooting for Shikari, but we recognize that winning in the ninth lane is the most difficult place from which to win. Nobody likes the ninth lane. Now, I looked up, why is that? And I found a couple of things. I know, so I'm, but it really didn't speak to what I want to focus on. So I'm going to talk about it from what I remember from running in the ninth lane. And then I'm going to tie that into leadership. So when I'm in the, whenever I was in the ninth lane, the outside lane, interestingly, it's worse than being in the first lane. The first lane, you're inside. Uh, it's not the best either. Typically, if you're running, you, you, you like to be in my favorite lanes were two, three or four. But um, yeah, the ninth lane, though, is the worst lane because number one, it's it's a little darker, typically. Um, number two, it's not as well uh, manicured as the center lanes. Um, and that could be because it hasn't been run on as much. But 
It always seemed to be a little more gravelly than the center lanes. Um, you cannot, your purview is not as great when you are on that outside lane. Even though in the 100, everybody's aligned, um, where the 200, you know, people are staggered, or the 400, they're staggered. The 100, everybody is still in one line, but still being on that outside, uh, you just you just don't have the the view, and so you're not you're not feeling the energy um, of the people around you. So you're really, as they say, out there by yourself. Um, so those are the factors that I remember when running in lane nine, uh, which made me not really like that lane. Now. Let's talk about that as it relates to leadership. And then I'm going to come back to Shikari again. So when we're leading a team, just like when you're getting put in a race, unless you're coming into an organization where they have never had your position before and you're getting to build your own team, you may be getting elements that make you feel like you're leading from the ninth lane. What do I mean by that? Well, first I mentioned it's kind of dark. So sometimes when you go into a leadership role and either people don't trust you yet because they don't know what your skill set is, they may um they may wish they had your job that they didn't get if you're coming in from the outside so they're not going to share information the way they should uh they want to test whether or not you actually have the goods that it takes for that role so when i say you're in the ninth lane when you're running you feel like you're in the dark it can feel like that when you're leading that you're in the dark. They're not giving you the information that you're supposed to have. Your team members are may, may not be forthcoming with that one little piece of information that's the difference maker between you doing something right or messing the whole thing up. So you have to study harder. Um, these are just a couple of the examples of the feeling of darkness when you're leading from the ninth lane. The other thing is, I said it felt kind of gravelly when I was leading, running in the ninth lane because, and I said perhaps it's because that 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 area, um, even though a lot of the tracks, you know, nowadays are I don't know if this is manufactured stuff or you know if it's if it's the gravel that we had back in the day, but um, even on more manicured tracks it still seemed like some little rocks and stuff were in the ninth lane and so when you're talking about leading from the ninth lane and the gravel of life that shows up when you are leading and everything is not laid out for you you still have to find your way to the finish line and you have to finish hopefully ahead of everybody who might be your competition. 
what does that look like in a corporate setting? Finishing ahead of people who might be your competition. Well, even though in a team and in an organization, they say you all have to work together, let's keep it all the way 100. And your competitors may be, again, the person who wanted your job. It could be the person who's even on your team who wants your position when you leave. It could be a peer, another manager, another leader who um, you may not be necessarily competing against for your role or position, but you all may be reporting to the same leader. And so you may be competing for the favor of your boss. And so you're leading and you may feel like sometimes you're leading from the ninth lane. And I'm talking particularly to those people who may be newer to leadership because you're working in an unfavorable position to try to get a favorable result. And it's gravelly and it feels gravelly because it's not a smooth way to get to that position that you need or that you desire. So that's the second thing. It's dark, it's gravelly. Third thing is you're not feeling like a part of the community when you're out there on the ninth lane. So you're just out there by yourself, right? And so sometimes as leaders, we can feel like we're just out here by themselves, by ourselves, I'm sorry. We're out here by ourselves. Um, and sometimes I used to hear Ayala Vincent say, don't leave me out here by myself, right? Because when you're out there by yourself, you just got to figure it out. And so when you're leading in the ninth lane, you have to figure it out because the people, even though lane eight is right next to you. And, and again, when you're, when you're in a hundred, everybody's right there. But when you're in a, a 200 or a 400, it's staggered. So when you're on the ninth lane, nobody you're out there by yourself literally because lane eight seven six five are all like kind of back and i guess everybody's kind of out there by themselves but when you're again in my favorite lanes two three and four you still feel like you're surrounded by people but nine you're all the way out there when you start the race you don't know where anybody is because you're out there by yourself so you don't even know you just got to run your best race because as you're turning the curve, and my favorite race was actually a 200. Um, I loved leaning into the curve, but you don't really see what's going on with the field of people until you hit that curve. That's where things kind of uh, tend to appear to even out a bit. Um, but when you're running um, the 100, of course, again, you're all in one line, but you still feel like you're out there by yourself. And so... A lot of times, as leaders, we have to operate in the dark. We have to operate in unfavorable favorable conditions. And we have to, frankly, especially when we have a vision that we know everybody may not necessarily get initially, we have to operate and sometimes feel like we're out here by ourselves. But how do you reach success when you are in the ninth lane? 
So I'm going to go back to Shikari Richardson and what I saw and what I've been seeing as I've been watching the race, the races, because I also watched the four by 100 um, where they weren't in the outside lane, but um, this idea of what it takes to win is still the same. And so the first thing is um, when you're leading from the ninth lane, you have to, as Pastor Mike says, guard your focus. And guarding your focus means that you can't be concerned about positioning. You have to be concerned about desired outcome and keep your eye on the prize. Shikari Richardson couldn't think, oh, wow, how, they don't want me to win because they got me out here in the ninth lane. Everybody's against me. I can't, I can't do none of that. None of that negative self-talk can come into your space if you're going to win. Shikari Richardson had a goal and nothing was going to stop her from that goal. And so I say to you, when you are leading from the ninth lane, you can let nothing stand in the way of you achieving that goal. Keep your eye on the prize and don't stop until you run through the tape. That's the first thing. Second thing, back to Shikari Richardson. I don't even know if it was gravel on the ground. Why does it not even matter? Because she was prepared no matter the condition. As leaders, you have to be prepared for all conditions. You have to think beyond what you see. Because typically, there's going to be an adjustment one way or another that you are going to have to make in order to be successful. So be ready for the gravel on the ground by preparing to the best of your ability every day. Because when you're over-prepared, and when I say over-prepared, I'm not saying over-prepared where you, you're you're at a place where, because sometimes we can prepare so much we end up messing up. I'm saying, and so I shouldn't even use over-prepared. When you are fully prepared, when you are fully prepared, you can place me on lane one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or nine hundred. Pop the gun. I'm ready to run. And that's where she was. Pop the gun. She was ready to run. It didn't matter where you placed her. Because back to the first point, her eye was not focused on the things that she could be concerned about. She was focused on the things that she could influence because she knew 
there's 100 yards between me and this championship, and I'm going to get to it. Period. Period. And I'm fully prepared to do that, no matter the condition. And so as leaders, we have to do that. We have to prepare our minds for different conditions, for different personalities, for different behaviors, for different tactics that are going to be thrown against us and to us so that when they come, and you notice I didn't say if, but when, when they come, we are ready and we're still ready to win because we are what? Fully prepared. So many of us, I won't say so many, but there are some of us who don't take the time to fully prepare. We go into meetings and we're not fully prepared. And so the outcome matches the preparation. Third thing, what do you do when you're out here by yourself? Know that at the end of the day, you're still never alone because even when you're out there with no human bodies around you, number one, there's a higher power. And you notice that Shikari, when she finishes her races, she doesn't look around first. She looks up. Because she knows that she is covered by the most high, even when it looks like she is out there by herself. So always carry that higher power in your spirit so that even when you feel like you are out there by yourself, you know that you are not. You are always covered by a higher power. The divine is always at work. And I'll even go a little further than that. I was listening to um, some old videos of Maya Angelou, an amazing, phenomenal woman, poet, professor. And she says, she said that when she walks in the room, she understands that she's bringing her mother her grandmother, her aunts, her grandfathers, her great-grandfathers, her ancestors. She's, as Oprah Winfrey says, she walks in the room as one, but she stands as 10,000. When you are out there leading in the ninth lane and you may feel like you are out there as one, recognize that you stand as one, but you come as 10,000. You come as 10,000 and the army that is surrounding you, the army of strength that is surrounding you is great enough to take on any challenge that comes your way. And I'm going to go religious just for a moment. If you're not religious, you know, uh, pass this part <laughs> and then come on back but um I, I i even wrote on i think it was facebook or instagram i think facebook when someone posted when shikari just won when shikari won 
the hundred a couple of days ago, you know, I said, I mentioned something about the ninth lane and I said, but this is the thing. God for you is more than the world against you. And when God is for you, again, circumstances don't matter. Circumstances do not matter. What matters is the charge and the call on your life and your obedience to walking fully in that call. So I say to you, if you feel like you're leading from the ninth lane where you are kept in the dark, you're leading in some gravelly situations, or you're feeling like you're out here by yourself, know that you have the power to succeed even when circumstances are not in your favor. Congratulations to Shikari Richardson, the women's four by 100 team. I just saw them win today. The men's track and field team, the all of the women's teams uh, who are competing in Budapest. They're all already leaders because they're in that position. And that's the final thing I want to leave with you that yes, every moment of success should be celebrated. It doesn't mean that we don't continue to strive for greater, but it does mean that the micro wins, as my other favorite speaker, Lisa Nichols says, your micro wins lead to macro wins. So celebrate the micro wins on the way to the macro win. As leaders, it's important not to get so bogged down in the next thing that we don't stand back and say, hey, that was good. That was good. So lead, lead well. And whether you're leading in favorable or unfavorable conditions, know that everything you have is everything you need to be successful. Remember, register for the Speakeasy Summit. September the 19th and 20th in Nashville, Tennessee, from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock p.m. each day at Collective 615. And just add it, if you cannot make the live session, we are going to be on Zoom the following week, just $289 each. Register for that as well at worldclasstraining.net forward slash PD. In either case, don't miss the opportunity to unlock your voice, build your confidence, and speak easy. Until next time, lead well from the first lane to the ninth lane to the 900th lane. Know you've got what it takes. 
to overcome any circumstance and be outstanding. Thank you so much. And remember, when you're better, we're absolutely better. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Leaders Lounge. Remember that the World Class Training Institute exists to help your organization maximize its greatest resource, which is human capital. And the way that we do that is through the delivery of our leadership and professional development training programs. To help your organization be its best, please access our worldclasstraining.net website and schedule time to have a conversation to see how we can help you maximize your greatest asset, which is human capital. And also please feel free to pick up our book, which is Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. That's worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. And we can also come to your organization for any speaking engagements related to leadership and professional development. So until next time, remember, when you're better, We're better. Take care.